With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Started. Enemies indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we are five weeks away from WrestleMania 40 in Philadelphia, and there are enemies also in Greensboro this weekend, where a revolution will be taking place. Yes, folks, it's Thursday, and you know what time it is, ladies and gentlemen, a rare start time, and of course a rare daytime, however, edition of WCWS Revolution. It is Thursday, leap year, February 29th, 2023. It is 2.58 p.m., ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is. It's time to get the kids out of work or school, and it's time to turn up the radio, and let's just say, let the good times roll. One six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. We have a lot to talk about this afternoon, and joining me right now on the drums, ladies and gentlemen, of course from Palmyra, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, of course is the guitar player herself, the one and only Miss Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, welcome as always. We have got a lot to dive into this afternoon. Oh yes, we do. And, of course, we're going to talk about, of course, here and now, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to the headlines right now. As you know, of course, dark side of the ring, ladies and gentlemen, 
will be premiering this Tuesday, ladies and gentlemen, on the Vice Channel at 10 p.m. And already the first three episodes have already been announced what they will be featured on. This Tuesday, of course, Season 5 of Dark Side of the Ring returns, ladies and gentlemen. The story of the late great John Tenta Earthquake will be on the show. Next week, of course, however, the following week will be Marcus Alexander Buff Bagwell. And then, ladies and gentlemen, the following week, Terry Bam Bam Gordy, formerly of the Fabulous Freebirds, will be talked about, if you will, in detail. Plus, more stories coming out this season, including the life and times of the Sandman, Harley Race, uh, uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, Chris Colt, Gentleman Chris Adams, if you will. The life and times of Georgia Change of Wrestling going to be bought out by Vince McMahon back in 1904, known as Black Saturday, will also be in detail. Sherry Martell, and so much more. So that being said, it should be very interesting. Michelle, I know you have some thoughts about the upcoming new season of Dark Side of the Ring. Well, yeah, I mean, and a question. Did they ever do one on the Von Erichs? Yes, they did. Back in the day, you can go back and check that out. And the reason why Michelle asked that question is that earlier today, our own Michelle Lindos finally got to see the movie The Iron Claw. We've been telling about this story for quite some time for her to check it out and see it. And if everyone wants to see it, it'll be coming up on pay-per-view and on demand next month. But Michelle had a chance to see it finally earlier today. I saw it a few months ago. I know Michelle is going to talk a little bit about this here and now, so I'm going to let her once again have the floor about this very very unique film. So, Michelle, please go right ahead. I mean, you you really don't know how hard these boys had it until you see this movie and you you, you relive the story and really know the whole story. Um, it's very sad. It's very unfortunate. Uh, I don't know what I'll say. I mean, I feel like all the kids could have, you know, really been something if their dad wasn't such a prick. Um, mm-hmm. I think the cast was great. I think they picked the appropriate people to play the parts. Minus the one that plays uh, the mother. Like, if you see the real picture of her and then the one that played it, you're like, well, what the hell? Because, but then again, you know, it is what it is. But it's a great movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as J.D. and I said, too, there was there are some things missing. There are timelines that are missing in this story. Um, it's just, it was, it was really good. I, I you know, I'll, I'm going to watch it again sometime. Uh, yeah. But definitely. if they don't win any kind of awards for this, you know, that's just really dumb in my eyes. I, I think they should. Uh, especially the guy that played the dad. I think he played that very yeah. well, very much to the T on point, et cetera. Holt McElhaney, yes. Holt McElhaney, you were yeah. to, yes. As, as Fritz, yes. Fritz Von Eric. And, of course, the two boys who uh, were uh, part of the story, of course, Jeremy Allen White, better known to you all in the TV series The Bear, also known as Lip Gallagher in the TV show Shameless, with William Macy, as well as Emmy Rossum. She played the role, of course, excuse me, he played the role, if you will, of the modern-day warrior, Carrie Von Eric. But Zach Efron, folks, is Kevin Von Eric. You talk about a guy who got big and muscular and jacked to the T as Kevin. I mean, my goodness. And at the end of the movie, however, you see the real Kevin Von Eric with his wife and his grandchildren and children, Marshall and Ross and his lovely wife, Pam. I mean, if you have not seen the triumph and tragedy of world-class championship wrestling on DVD or on Peacock or even the DVD, shame on you. You can check it out on YouTube. Also, you can check out the story on Vice Channel, if you will, of the Von Erichs. They went back and showed some of the world-class moments over the years of the Von Erich boys and, of course, just Gino Hernandez, the Texas-based promotion that Vince Von Erich had for a long time. However, of course, uh, 
Every one of these boys, I mean, the tragedy really began, sadly, in 1984 with the passing of David Von Erich due to an intestinal rupture in Japan at the age of 25. And from there, it just seemed like from there, it just continued to sink to the bottom of the ocean, no pun intended, as the life and times of the Freebirds, the Von Erichs. That was a big feud in the 80s in Texas. But other than that, yeah. our, you had other guys that came out of this promotion. Like I mentioned, Gino Hernandez, Gentleman Chris Adams, Jimmy Garvin. I mean... Dingo Warrior, a.k.a. the Ultimate Warrior, Jim Helwig, Shawn Michaels even, however. Uh, other guys, Maniac Matt Bourne. Oh, yes! Percy Pringle III, Jake the Snake Roberts. A lot of world-class athletes, however, came out of that Texas territory. And it's just, like you said, Michelle, it is a very emotional, a heart-wrenching movie, and a just a gut buster, too. I mean, if you have the stomach for watching it, so be it. But if not, if you're a fan, however... Just to watch it in general, I mean, I think you'll be a little cringy quite a bit, however, but I've got to say, like you said earlier, if it does not win some awards, shame on them, but I saw the movie right before Christmas back in December. I thought it was a fantastic film, probably one of the best films I've seen since The Rust with Mickey Rourke, if not better. I mean, this one, folks, you must see with your own eyes to hear the real story and even check out some of the old clips how are on uh, some of these other timelines on YouTube and other sites how are to see the real story of the Von Erich. This is just... This yeah. tears your heart out, no pun intended, and it just rips at your soul, no pun intended. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, there, you know, the, there was one part that really got me, and I, I don't know if I want to say it or not to spoil for people are listening, but um, I guess I'll tell you anyways because, hell, they probably will forget about it. I, I mean, I advise if you don't know the Von Erich story, don't watch it because you're going to be so totally lost, so, like, what the hell's going on? You know, you're not going to understand it. Um, but the part that got me the most on there was after Carrie died and all the brothers reunited on that little boat, like, yeah, yes, that, oof, that was horrible, horribly yeah. upsetting. Yeah. David, but, Chris, Carrie, Mike, I mean, yeah, even, even later on, however, I mean, they didn't show the mom or dad, Fritz and Doris, I mean, but what was really surprising, the Von Air curse, no pun intended, until the late 70s, early 80s, actually kind of began as a precursor, and I don't want to spoil it either, began very early, and you saw it too, when Kevin's younger brother, Jackie, Jackie Jr., was electrocuted yeah. at the age of six. And they kind of yeah. didn't really go into more detail about it, and they talked about it in the other DVD. But really, the curse kind of began, actually, I would say, well before David's passing in the mid-'80s, like you said, 1982, 1983, and 84, when Fritz had the Texas Territory and started pushing the boys. But even after David's passing in Japan, however, that's when the snowball effect, as they say, how just really started to roll downhill, and it just it continued to just knock over people in their weight tower. It didn't care who they did it to. It didn't care how they did it, however. It's just, it's, it's like we said, gut-wrenching, emotional, traumatizing, and just heartbreaking to watch at times. And I'll be getting it myself in Blu-ray and DVD when it comes out late next month. But, folks, if you have not seen this yet, however, uh, if you're a fan or if you're not a fan, please be advised, check this out. This, this is one you do not want to miss. This is one of the top ten movies I can say within the last maybe 15 years that just, put an impact on me and put an impact on a lot of fans out there, however, like me, however, that just shook their head and couldn't believe what we were seeing. I mean, we knew some of the story, but we didn't know the full story, if you will. Yeah. Speaking of legends, folks, uh, last night, as you know, Sting announced, of course, on uh, Dynamite, it will be, it was his final Dynamite, of course, this week will be his final show in Greensboro, 
Ladies and gentlemen, Greensboro is just about sold out. I know one person who would be there in spirit and has got the best ring seat in the house, and that is our beloved leader, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. I know Chad will be smiling this week with Greensboro getting the spotlight for Revolution. We will give you our Revolution predictions here in just a little while. Also, don't forget, tomorrow night, ladies and gentlemen, SmackDown will be coming to you live from Glendale, Arizona at the Desert Diamond Arena. Tickets are already sold out for that show. This Monday, of course, in San Antonio. Next week in Dallas and the following week in Houston. So tickets are already flying off the shelf at record speed. Also in Duluth, Georgia, and Gwinnett County, just outside of the ATL, the home of the King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. That is where Diamond Collision will be coming up a week from tonight and a week from last night, if you will, next week, if you will, and then in two weeks in Boston, if you will, at the TD Garden. Also, a quick reminder, ladies and gentlemen, the Winnipeg show that was supposed to be held on April 10 has now been pushed back to May 1st. So those people who had tickets at the Canadian Life Center in Winnipeg for the April 10 show, however, following WrestleMania in Winnipeg, be advised, however, tickets can be changed until today, however, until the end of today, as now that schedule has been pushed back to May 1, if you will, in Winnipeg. So that will not be now on April the 10. Meanwhile, some other news going on, ladies and gentlemen. As you know, of course, uh, March Madness, of course, is wrapping up very soon. Of course, we'll talk more about that hopefully tonight on the machine. However, with my host, the King of Clubs, Matt Patel, as well as the Luz Can, Shaquille Colsifas, as well as the Hot Rod Rod Hancock. We're expecting those gentlemen today, along with, with a bunch of people, including King NW Rod Smith, the King of Kings. Of course, uh, the human suplex machine, John Gross, who hopefully will be joining us very soon. We hope to hear back from him. We have not heard from him in quite some time. Also, we are expecting some more people. The uh, Rattlesnake and Neil Patel, of course, JML Experience, the guy QJFT is the Rush, Ronda Rush, right? The Empress, Amber Rickenbach, and so many more. But with that said, right now, we're going to give you our wrestling dates, tower and also birthdays for today, plus the sports news for today. And when we get back from those dates, tower, we'll start to talk about the big show that's also coming up later on next month. And that is WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. With five weeks to go, however, and with The Rock set to make an appearance in the next three weeks, however, and with what happened this past week on Raw, however, can WrestleMania still get the fans excited? Are they going to be excited in five weeks when they see what's going to go down in Philadelphia, especially after what went down last week in Australia and also this past Monday? Michelle and I will weigh in on those topics here in just a few minutes. But right now, let's give you our wrestling date in history, ladies and gentlemen, and tell you what happened today, as well as birthdays and sports news for February. February 29th, leap year 2024, and here we go. On this date, on February 29th, ladies and gentlemen, uh, leap year in 1992, WCW presents Super Brawl 2 from the Mecca in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. In the main event, Sting would defeat Lex Luger for the World Heavyweight title. This would be Luger's last match in WCW for a few years before he would sign up with Vince McMahon and the WWE. In addition to that, he would also join Vince McMahon's somewhat doomed uh, group called the World Bodybuilding Federation that lasted less than six months. On that same show, Juice and Thunder Liger, however, took on Brian Pillman to for the light heavyweight title. As a result, Pillman won the match, and it was later described as one of the best matches of 1992 that saw Pillman, of course, regain the light heavyweight title after Lager had held the title since the previous December. Meanwhile, however, in other news, however, if you will, however, this was also the first show that Jesse the Bar Ventura would do commentary. In 2000, on the state, ladies and gentlemen, in a unique match on the SmackDown taping in Trent, New Jersey, King Kurt Angle would defend his IC title against the Hall of Famer, the Sarge, Sergeant Slar. Before we continue on, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, earlier this week we lost two big wrestling legends, however, and our thoughts and prayers with our friends and family and fans at this time. One of them, even though he was a mean, racist son of a bitch, however, Ole Anderson. 
only passed away as a result this past Monday night at the age of 81, unfortunately. Known as a member of the Four Horsemen and as a booker in WCW, only teamed up with his brother Gene Anderson to form the Minnesota Wrecking Crew back in the 70s and later on with Arn Anderson in the Four Horsemen, if you will. Arn, of course, however, said for many years, along with Ric Flair, that Ole, both in and out of the ring, was a mean, cruel SOB, let's just say, and didn't get along with many fans and fans, however, as well as wrestlers alike, however, including a particular person by the name of Dusty Rhodes, if you will, back in 1980. As a result, Ole's uh, family, of course, as we said, we're sending out prayers to you guys, however, and our thoughts and pra- thoughts over with you today as well, as you have lost this uh, very unique individual at the age of 81. Also, yesterday, ladies and gentlemen, we lost two other big names, if you will. First, which, of course, we lost Mike Jones. Now, you're asking, who is Mike Jones? Well, Mike Jones used to be the artist known as Virgil, a.k.a. Vincent, in the WCW. He had been battling health issues with dementia and also heart attacks. Finally, Jones unfortunately passed away in his sleep yesterday morning at the age of 61. Our thoughts and prayers are with the Jones family at this time. Jones, of course, also, I believe, for a brief time, if not most of his life, lived in my area of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And finally, yesterday, however, this wasn't a Russell, but this was a very special comedian legend and funny man, actor, however, and comedian, Richard Lewis. Yes, folks, the sheriff of Rottingham's associate, if you will, Prince John, and one of Larry David's closest friends on Kirby Enthusiasm, died of a heart attack in his sleep late Tuesday night, early yesterday morning, at the age of 75 in Los Angeles. Our thoughts and prayers of Richard's friends, family, and fans as we say goodbye to this comedic icon. So again, three big names, however, have passed away within the last 48 hours or so. Finally, on this date, ladies and gentlemen, in 2020, AEW's revolution took place at the Wind Trust Arena in Chicago. On this night, however, the main event saw the first ever heavyweight championship title change take place, however, when John Moxley would defeat Chris Jericho. And we'll talk more about Dynamite here in just a few minutes as well. Now, some birthdays to note today, some very special birthdays. Let's take a look, if you will. Happy birthday goes out today to the following people, as we'll take a look at it right now. Shaw Rule, rapper, 47. Uh, Tony Robbins, motivational speaker, turning 63. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Dinah Shore, of course, who was involved with Burt Reynolds back in the 70s, ladies and gentlemen, was born in 1916. So a happy birthday to her. Joss Acklin, who, of course, was in the movie Lethal Weapon 2, however, and also The Hunt for Red October, who passed away just a year ago, would have been celebrating a birthday today, born in 1928. Also today, celebrating a birthday, happy birthday to actor and gangster funny man comedian Dennis Farina. Dennis, of course, passed away back in 2013. He was in the movie Get Shorty, of course, as you know, with John Travolta and also Gene Hackman and Dan DeVito and Rene Russo. He was born in 1944. He would have been celebrating a birthday today. And hockey player and goalie Cam Ward celebrating a birthday today, turning 39. Happy birthday to him. Some entertainment of note, however, the other Boylan girl came out in theaters everywhere in 2008. Also, ladies and gentlemen, semi-pro starring Will Ferrell, of course, along with Woody Harrelson, of course, ladies and gentlemen, also came out that same day. And uh, let's see, anything else, however? Yes, Tyler Perry's Young Dylan, however, uh, a very kind of quirky film starring DJ Khaled and Chance the Rapper, ladies and gentlemen, was released in theaters everywhere, however, if you will. In fact, it was a series that came out, however, and it premiered four years ago in 2020. Now, as far as sports news, ladies and gentlemen, let's tell you about the sports news that happened on this day. For leap year, February 29, however, as we take a look, some events that did occur on this day, ladies and gentlemen, as we take a look here. Second. <coughs> Sorry about that. Sorry. 
On this day in 1692, the arrest warrants would signal the start of the Salem witch trials, if you will. In 1940, the first black actor would win an Oscar. Hattie McDaniel became the first black person to win an Academy Award in 1940. In 1996, the siege of Sarajevo came into end in 1996. In 2020, the President of the United States, then, however, going for uh, a spot, however, here, Joe Biden, if you will, would win the South Carolina primary on this date. And I believe there was a couple other things that happened on the state, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see, look here as we will uh, take a look here as we're going to, to tell you about that right now. So give us a second. Here we go. Yes, in 1940, ladies and gentlemen, the St. Petersburg Open, American golfer Jimmy Dermott would win his third PGA Tour event within that week-long span, taking the St. Petersburg Open by one shot off of Byron Nelson. Also, ladies and gentlemen, on this date in 1956, the Cleveland Indians franchise was sold for nearly $4 million as former player and team's GM Hank Greenberg was part of the new ownership group. In 1964, Jerry Lucas and Oscar Robinson would combine for a rare 40-40 performance as the Cincinnati Royals would beat the Sixers 117-114. The MVP, Robertson, however, would have 43 points for the rookie of the year. Lucas would have 40 rebounds. In 1972, ladies and gentlemen, future baseball Hall of Famer Hank Aaron would become the first player to earn $200,000 in an average annual salary and sign a three-year deal with the Atlanta Braves after one of his best years the previous year, batting 327 with 47 homers and 120 as far as RBIs go. In 1976, Richard Petty would win the only Winston Cup race on, on Leap Day, taking the Carolina 500 at Rockingham by two laps over Darrell Waltrip. In 1980, Hockey Hall of Famer Gordie Howe would score in the third period to become the first NHL player to score 800 career goals, as Hartford would beat St. Louis at the Springfield Civic Center 3-0. In 1992, Ray Bork of Boston would become just the third NHL defenseman in history, however, to score 1,000 career points with a goal and two assists as the Bruins would tie the Capitals of Boston Garden 5-5. And let's see, is there anything else? Uh, nope, that's it. There you go. But tomorrow, folks, we have some big birthdays tower coming up on the, uh, like I said, however, um, like I said, however, we, uh, oh, just a second. Uh, but anyway, yes, as I was saying, folks, sorry about that, however, uh, of course, tomorrow will be the birthdays of Booker T, and yes, Big E. However, if you will, however, we'll be celebrating a birthday tomorrow. We'll talk more about that here right now, ladies and gentlemen. And we are expecting a guest here in just a few minutes, ladies and gentlemen. I can tell you right now, uh, we're expecting hopefully a guest or two, including however, some of our uh, colleagues. So, Michelle, if we see uh, a 727 number come up, let us know. We know who that is. And, of course, if you know it's 412, uh, we know who that is as well. But uh, oh, as we said, sure. all right, as we said, folks, we are going to talk now about Monday Night Raw and also, ladies and gentlemen, about what happened this past week on uh, Dynamite. Of course, Michelle will get in with her thoughts about Raw right now. So, Michelle, by all means, go right ahead with your thoughts about Raw this past Monday night. Did I even watch it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think if I even watched it. Um, yeah, because Cody was the main event, right? Yes, uh, Cody was in that main event with Grayson Waller. Yes. It wasn't too great. I mean, honestly. Um, I'm really surprised they made Cody the the main event for that show. I think it was kind of just lagging because of um, Elimination Chamber being the previous weekend or whatever. Um, Like I said, to me, it wasn't really all that wonderful um but you know 
It could have been better, but, you, you know, I don't know. It, it wasn't really that good. You have a caller. Okay, while we're doing that, let's get our caller on the line, however, and welcome to the show. Call it. Welcome to the show. Uh, state your name where you're from, please. Hey, J.D., it's Neil. And join us. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. And join us now from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel, ladies and gentlemen, joining Michelle and myself on this rare Thursday of Revolution. And Neil, welcome. Of course, we are doing a rare Thursday show, as you can tell. Hopefully, we will be doing the uh, machine tonight with, of course, the King of Clubs and, of course, also the Loose Cannon and the Hot Rod. Uh, we were just talking about Monday Night Raw from this past Monday. Uh, also, we were discussing some other things. Uh, let's get your thoughts about uh, what happened overall, however, about uh, Monday Night Raw and of last week's Elimination Chamber in Australia. I know you have some things to say about that. Um, so I'll start with the Chamber first. Um, so, yeah, so the picks that we made, right, um, <laughs> those are interesting. Uh, so the one that, that um, Rod made was was really crazy. Like Drew winning the freaking men's chamber. Wow, who who thought who saw that coming? I did not. Um I remember you and me picked Randy and then um I think Michelle picked uh well who I forgot who she picked, but yeah. No one no one had faith in Drew and like look at that, right? Um mm-hmm. and then right. And then women's uh, obviously your girl Becky won it, obviously. Yep. Um and then of course, you have uh, Rio retainer title. Um, so yeah, now now Seth and uh, Drew go at it. That's gonna be crazy. Wow, mm-hmm. that's uh, yeah, that's a, that's a gonna be a hard hitting match. Um, as far as Raw goes, yeah, it was, like you said, it's the same old every week. Um, you know, you had you had uh, lame matches. <laughs> to be honest. Um, uh, then uh, yeah, so then you have, yeah, then you have some passings uh, this weekend too. I know you're gonna talk about Vir- Virgil. Yeah, that, that yeah, was we just a, mentioned, really we just mentioned him. Yeah, we just mentioned him. We mentioned Ole Anderson, yeah. of course, and then of course yesterday. Yeah, Ole uh, Anderson. Week. I heard about that too. Yeah. And then and then, of course uh, we didn't talk about this one. Uh, we did mention it just a few minutes ago. Richard Lewis's passing of a heart attack the other night. Which was, Ooh. Uh, okay. Yeah. So he passed away in his sleep. Yes. But, um, yeah, you talk about very interesting. And then, of course, we saw what happened last night, of course, on Dynamite, Howard, with Sting's Farewell. Mm-hmm. And before we get to your thoughts on that, Howard, we have these matches that have been listed for Rampage coming up tomorrow night. It will be The Righteous, Lance Archer, Vincent and Dutch with Jake the Snake Roberts in action. Matt Seidel and Magnus for a spot in the eight-man scramble coming up at Revolution this Sunday. Trisha Dora will take on the Japanese firecracker Riho. And Claudio Castanoli will take on Rudeo, if you will. And then on Collision Saturday night, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we can tell you this is the lineup, if you will. It will be uh, Marissa May in action, however, with Tony Storm, however, set to be there along with her uh, opponent, Deanna Perrazzo. It will be Wardlow, Mr. Wardlow, if you will, sitting down for an interview. Buddy Murphy Matthews in action. Also, Max Castro, Bones, and Colton Gunn will take on three members of the Dark Order. Evil Car playing Uno, Long John Silver, Johnny Huggy, and Alex Reynolds. The Private Party, of course, Mark Quinn and Isaiah Cassidy will take on Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel, a.k.a. Evan Bourne. Penta Elzeo Mio will take on the Cowboy himself, Brian Keith versus Dante Martin, for another spot for the eight-man scramble match how that's coming up in Revolution. And yes, folks, how Orange Cassidy, Trent Barretta, Hook, and Danny Garcia, the dancing man himself, will take on Captain Charisma himself, Captain Dipshit, as I call him, Christian Cage, along with Killswitch, <laughs> Mama Wade, Roderick Strong, the Wiener Patrol, and Brian oh, Cage in an eight-man tag match coming up <laughs> tomorrow, this Saturday. 
Uh, also oh, tonight, God. ladies and gentlemen, we do have an update on the TNA Impact show. And here are the matches you will see tonight, ladies and gentlemen, on Impact, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Zia Brookside versus Tasha Steeles with the Z. Mike Bailey against Steve Macklin. Mm. The new champion, Mustafa Ali, will have his inauguration ceremony, however sworn in, if you will. And this sister, mm. Moose, Eddie Edwards, and Brian Myers will take on Eric Young, Ace Austin, and Chris Bay. Now, we do have some news on Japan, however, referring to Hiroshi Tanahashi, who was supposed to compete, however, However, coming up in a few months. That has now been scrapped, ladies and gentlemen, according to reports, however. Unfortunately, he has not been cleared. Howard will not be cleared in time to fight, so he will be out of the matchup coming up on April the 6th, ladies and gentlemen. He's supposed to have a match, however, uh, coming up, I believe, however, in uh, I believe it's Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. But that has now been all but scrapped, ladies and gentlemen, and that is simply known as Windy City Riot, ladies and gentlemen. But, needless to say, NJPW, however, has announced that they will be doing a show coming up, ladies and gentlemen, in Taiwan. That's right, Taiwan, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, tickets go on sale, ladies and gentlemen, for that show, believe it or not, ladies and gentlemen, two weeks on Saturday, as bell time is set to be taking place at 5 p.m. But getting back to the story about Hiroshi Tanahashi, he will miss, however, unfortunately, Sakura Genesis due to injury. As a result, however, needless to say, however... Uh, they have now said, however, he will miss that due to the injury, and as a result, however, following the injury, however, as a result, however, the following changes have been made to these cards, however, coming up on March 6th and March 10th, March 6th being a week from today. It will be Hiroshi Tanahashi, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and El Desperado versus Shingo Takagi, however, if you'll, Yotazuji, Hiromu, Takahashi, and Bushi. Unfortunately, due to Tanahashi's injury, he has been replaced, however. As a result, it will be Goto, Ishii, Eldesbar, and Bolton Oleg, I believe formerly known as Vladimir Kozlov, versus Shingo Takagi, if you will, Yotazuji, Hiromu, Takahashi, and Bushi. <laughs> On the 10th tower, Hiroshi Tanahashi, Shota Yamano, Yo, and El Desperado were t- supposed to take on Evil, Yujiro Takahashi, and Yoshinobu Kimaru. As a result, Shota Yamano, Yo, El Desperado, and Bolton Oleg will take on Evil, uh, Yujiro Takahashi, and Yoshinobu Kimaru, if you will. And that, of course, is coming up then. But here are some other events coming up, ladies and gentlemen, however. Uh, like I said, we're going to tell you about these events right now. So we're going to pull it up right now. Here are the events right now involving that. Uh, da, 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 in the minute here. 2024, 2024. I had it here. Bear with me, folks. Okay, as we said, the uh, anniversary show is coming up this week, of course, ladies and gentlemen. It will be Naito taking on show in a champion versus champion match, ladies and gentlemen. That will be coming up this next Wednesday, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the sixth, as we told you, ladies and gentlemen, it will be, of course, uh, Sakura Genesis. Of course, Naito will take on the New Japan winner, Cup winner for the IWGP Championship. Then, of course, they will have, however, the Wrestling World in Taiwan in Zep, New Taipei, if you will, however, New Taipei City, Taiwan. Then they go to Resurgence Tower in Ontario, California. Dominion 6.9 in Osaka, Joe Hall, however, in Osaka, Japan in June. Plus, it's in the Okado Sports Center. <coughs> If you will, ladies and gentlemen, uh, like I said, 
And, like, I'm just trying to see where the rest of the card is here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, we did hear the final attendance hour for both. Uh, the new beginning support of Japan goes. Night one had only 3,230. Night two had 5,355 for a grand total of only 8,600, folks. So it was not that good, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, needless to say. But we do have for you, ladies and gentlemen, however, uh, of course, uh, that was, of course, what happened, of course, in Osaka, 5,400 appeared in Osaka, if you will, of course, back on the one. But these are the shows that happened in Sapporo, Japan, last weekend. As we said, folks, of course, a lot going down this week. Of course, AEW Revolution, however, we can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that we do have the spoilers for you for Collision, uh, like I said, for this week, however. And uh, we will let the cat out of the bag, so to speak, as we like to do sometimes here on the show. Here are the matches that you will see coming up on Collision tomorrow night. It will be the devastate last night. The acclaimed and Colton Gunn defeated the Dark Order. Warlow discussed the All-Star Scramble match at Revolution. Jericho cut him off and they went back and forth. And from there, powerhouse Willie Hobbs, if you'll once again showing his little arrogant ways, if you will, decided to blindside Chris Jericho, if you will. Meanwhile, Mariah Mayer, as I like to call her, Moron May, defeated Angelina mm. Risk. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal helped the Pride Party defeat Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel. And what's up with that? Thunder Rosa took on Cassandra Golden. Dante Martin, however, qualified for the All-Star Scramble at AEW Revolution, defeating Brian Keith and Penta Elzino Mio. Also, ladies and gentlemen, Tony and Deanna had a promo exchange and had their title matchup coming up on Sunday. The two started to fight, and Piazzo stood tall as she dropped Tony's girl with a pile driver, if you will. Uh, hmm. Also, Mark Briscoe attacked Buddy Matthews and Rob when the House of Black gained the numbers advantage. It seemed like at one point Briscoe was trying to burn Matthews with a pyro on the stage, but security stopped him. Briscoe then set off the pyro as the House of Black escaped. So something's going on with Mark Briscoe, as I'm late. I can say he's gone a little batshit crazy, if you will. And yes, folks, Howard, Christian Killswitch, Wiener, Roddy Strong, and Cage with Nada, Nick Wayne, and Mama Wayne defeated Hook, Trent, Garcia, and Orange Cassidy, falling in friends from Narcissist Nick Wayne. The two teams fought after the Undisputed Kingdom also got involved, Howard, other members, if you will. So, once again, Christian is a little lackey. He's pulled off a cheap win, if you will, heading into Revolution. So, those are your uh, taped results, Howard, if you will, for this coming Saturday night at Collision, live in Huntsville, Alabama. Now, some other places, as we said, we'll just take a look here real quick. We can tell you where AEW is going to be very quickly. Of course, we did mention, of course, Boston. Here's some other shows that are coming up on the calendar. You want to mark these on your calendar right now ahead of time. First off, March the 16th, of course, in Ottawa at the Canadian Tire Center. October 20th, Dynamite Rampage at the Coca-Cola Coliseum in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The 27th in Quebec City at the Center Videotron. And then March 30th, ladies and gentlemen, at the Budweiser Gardens. Yes, Budweiser Gardens in London, Ontario, ladies and gentlemen, the home of King and New York, Smith on the 30th. And then April 3rd, Dynamite Collision will be coming to you live, however, at DCU set tickets went on sale last week for that. And yes, folks, April the 5th, you want to mark that on your calendar now. The same night as the Hall of Fame and also SmackDown at the Wells Fargo Arena. Over at Temple University at the LaCourse Center, the Ring of Honor will present Supercard of Honor. And tickets for that, as well as the Worcester Show, will go on sale tomorrow morning. That's tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You want to get your tickets for the Worcester Show and Philadelphia Show. <coughs> also coming up in May, of course, you can check out these shows. May 8th, of course, in Edmonton at the Rogers Place. May 11, ladies and gentlemen, in the Rogers Arena in Vancouver, British Columbia. And, of course, don't forget July. Of course, we're going to be back in Calgary at the Saddle Dome, if you right after the 4th of July with Dynamite and Rampage. And, of course, tickets already on sale as far as that goes. Now, as we said, ladies and gentlemen, 
Revolution is coming up, ladies and gentlemen, this Sunday. That's this Sunday in the Greensboro Coliseum. And already, so far, nine matches have been signed, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get Neil's predictions. We're going to get Michelle's predictions. We're going to get my predictions here as we talk about it right now. And with that said, here we go with our first match. And Neil, we'll start with you. This one, it is Chris Jericho versus Mr. Mayhem Warlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs now, who has been added to the match, taking on Lance Archer, taking on Hook, taking on Brian Cage, however, taking on uh, Magnus, taking on Dante Martin. Who is going to win this one? Mm, so what is this, a fatal what? This is an all-star scramble. The winner will receive a future oh, title scramble. match. scramble. So who will win this one? Hmm. Yeah, there's a, there is a lot of heavy hitters. Let me uh, let me look at let me look at the um the match real quick. What what is it you said? AEW Revolution. Yes, uh, this Sunday. Yes, that's. Uh, right. Let me yes. yeah, come back to me. Go go to Michelle first. Let me let me look at this card real quick. All right. Well, and, uh, I'll pass for now. All right. Well, Neil's looking at that. Michelle, let's go to you with your thoughts on this one. Is this a new one that was signed? Yes, that's correct. Yes, all eight of these guys will be in the match. Whoever wins this, however, will automatically get a title mm. shot down the road against the winner of the triple threat that will be happening later on in the show. That, of course, will be uh, that won't be happening at the show, but I'm just saying whoever wins this will get a title shot, whoever wins the triple threat later in the show at a future date. I'm saying. About to, I was about oh, okay, to say, can, you re- can you read the people again? Yes. Chris Jericho's in it. It will be Wardlow. Powerhouse, Lance Archer, Hook, Brian Cage, Magnus, Dante Martin. Shit. Um, shit. I'm going to say Hook. You're going to go with Hook in the surprise. Okay. I am going to go with... Hmm, I like your thinking here. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say Lance Archer is going to be the big winner here. He's my pick here. Let's see what Anil has to say. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of good names. Uh, on the, yeah, now I see. Now, now I have it on my phone, uh, on my screen. Um. Hmm. Yeah, you can't count out anybody here. Um. I'm gonna go with Wardlow on this one. You know, with Mr. that seems like the powerhouse. I'm gonna go with Wardlow. We're going to go with the powerhouse in Wardlow. Okay. Yeah. Very interesting. All right. All right. Next one. We're going to go back to you, Neil, for this one. This has been a brouhaha over the last couple of weeks. It is the team of FTR, Dax and Cash, versus the BCC of Moxley and Claudio. Ooh. I'm going to go with the Black Book Combat. All right. I'm going to stay with FTR. I mean, BCC is good, but I just got FTR on a close one. Michelle, go ahead. I mean, you have to go with FTR in this match. I mean, they deserve to win. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're the ones, I don't know what I'm thinking of, but I, FTR. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Next one. Another interesting one, however. We just talked about Christian, however. Let's talk about the creepy little bastard mm-hmm. himself with Mama Wayne, however, and Nick Wayne, the narcissist. <laughs> and, of course, Killswitch taking on the dancing man, if you will, who has been on quite a roll as of late, Daniel Garcia. And Neil, please. Ooh. 
Oh yeah, so so what? Christian Cage stole this title from Edge, right? Is that is, is this what I'm? That's correct. He did do that. Yes. To? Okay. At the World End, yes, and he's. he's uh, okay. Yeah. So what, no. So so finally, gonna say what happened to Edge? Actually, what is he sidelined yet? Who's that? Uh, Edge is he sidelined? Sidelined right yes, now? Yes, but you never know. Oh, he yeah? might show up here. Yes, but he might show up here. You never know. Ooh, that would be yeah, cause, yeah, because I know he wants uh, his revenge. Um. Hmm, Daniel Garcia, huh? Hmm. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go with the underdog. Actually, I'm gonna go with the underdog this time, Daniel Garcia. I, I, I would love to, for him to spoil uh, Christian Cage's uh, reign, but we'll see. I would, uh, I'm gonna go with him for now. Yep, and I'm gonna go with him as well in this one, how as well. So I got. Let's make it two. And Michelle, do we hear three on this one? I say Daniel Garcia with the assistance of Edge. There you go. Ooh, All right. Okay. All right, next one. This one promises to be an interesting match, and, of course, I think we know who Michelle's going with this one, and I'm going to go with the same pick here. Uh, Will hmm. Ospreay versus Kanosuke Takeshita. So we already got our picks in. And, Neil, you're the only one who has to pick on this one. What do you got between Will Ospreay and Kanosuke Takeshita on Kalos' family? Mm, I'm going to go with Ospreay as well. What's that? I'm going to go with Osprey as well. Okay, so it's unanimous. All right. Again, this is going to be unanimous for everyone. Maybe not, however. Maybe you'll pick different. Okay. Michelle's going to go with this one as am I. Eddie Kingston taking on Daniel Bryan. But here's the trick, however. All three hmm. belts are on the line. The AEW Continental Classic, the RH World title, and the Strong Openweight title. In addition to that, if Eddie does defeat Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan has to shake Eddie's hand after the match. Who do you see in this one? Ooh. That's a lot on stake. Uh, who, who are you? Uh, who are you? Uh, who are you telling uh, me? Me first? Yeah, I'm calling you on this one because uh, Michelle and I both got Eddie in this one. Yes. Ooh. Okay. Wow, man. This is yeah. I didn't know three titles are on the line. Wow. This is this is insane. Um, yep. All three gold belts are on the line. Yes, that's right. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna go with Eddie Kingston on this one. I think he. Uh, I think he gets all the belts back and. Uh, Sucks for, for, such for Brian Danielson. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Good point. <laughs> yep, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. Now, this one, Michelle and I kind of, I, I, I didn't want to agree on this one, and I, I, I had to have my stomach turn on this one, however, because unfortunately I do not like this person by any means, but Michelle loves this mm. person. It is Timeless yeah. Tony Storm with Mariah, uh, or should I say Moron May, and Dr. Luther, uh, Lackey yeah. Luther versus Deanna. Perazzo for the AEW Women's title. I already said that Tony's going to retain somehow, but I did also say Michelle kind of disagreed with me on this, though, that Sasha Banks could show up in a few weeks and take that title. Where do we see the women's title go here between these two? Hmm. That is a good question. Um, yeah, seeing what Deanna can do, yeah, I've seen I've seen her, uh, you know, in the ring uh, a few times. I've seen her matches. Um, Whew. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have, I'd have to go with with uh, with uh, with Michelle's pick, though. I'd have to go with Tony actually on this one. And then, yeah, for the part two question, I I, I would love Sasha to come come back in uh, that that pay-per-view they have in Boston. I would love that. I would love to see her come out on that in that one in that pay-per-view. That would be a great uh, great return for her for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Uh, we don't need to talk to banks. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle's going to say something. Yes. And she's like, Paul, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like, vomit when I see her on my screen. <laughs> yeah. Well, before uh, we get to our next yes, before we get to our next match, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to send out congratulations to, ladies and gentlemen, one of the best voices, however, in all of Pittsburgh and maybe in all of sports, too, Bill Hillgrove. The voice of the Tears for the past 30 years and the voice of the Pittsburgh Panthers basketball and football teams over the last half century announced his retirement today, ladies and gentlemen, at the age of 83. Ooh. I've known Billy for quite some time. I grew up listening to him over the years as a kid, however, and i got to say, you talk about one of the most humble, down-to-earth people you ever want to meet. Yes, he had a few demons along the way, but he's being those demons back somewhat. Uh, he has been the voice of the series for a long time, and it's going to be so different without hearing his voice this fall as a member of the Pittsburgh Steel Radio Network. But, Billy, on behalf of myself, Michelle, and Neil, and the rest of the gang here at the WCW Radio Desk, we want to congratulate you on your retirement, my friend. Best of luck in your future, Heller, and I know you'll be playing a lot more golf now in the next little while. How You're only 83, mm-hmm. but I know you, every year you do a lot of charity work, Heller, with a lot of the Pittsburgh uh, Panther uh, or, uh, school and organization. Uh, just in general, however, with the Steelers, the Pirates, anything else, and you've been a godsend to Pittsburgh sports for many a year, however. We want to wish you nothing but the best, my friend. And uh, like I said, I know you'll be announcing more college football and basketball, and who knows how much more you're going to be doing that. But uh, the Steelers are going to be a little lonely without hearing your voice this fall, however. But, uh, of course, uh, we hope to have someone that uh, can fill your shoes uh, very well, let's just say. But, again, congratulations, my friend, and best of luck. Uh, of course, uh, Billy Hillgrove, again, 83 years old, announcing his retirement today as a member of the Pittsburgh Steelers Radio Network. All right, talk about titles, Howard. This is the one that I think everyone's up in arms with, especially after what happened last night. Uh, that being said, maybe Michelle's opinion has changed all of a sudden on this one. Uh, Samoa Joe, Hangman, and, of course, Swerve. Michelle, has your attitude changed since last night about this match? Uh, I don't know. What do you mean you have changed? Well, what Hangman did at the, the last night, however, by uh, faking that knee injury, if you will, that so-called knee injury. That oh, he Hangman with. did predictable shit that other people have done in the past, J.D. Yeah. I mean, I still think it's going to be a count-out. Samoa Joe retains, MJF comes back and returns, and screws up the whole match for everybody. Yo, that's it. All right, there you go. There you go. All right, uh, and Neil, let's hear your thoughts. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna uh, say it was much with what Michelle said. It's gonna, yeah, it's gonna be some other retaining, but then there's gonna be a lot of uh, shenanigans with, yeah, God, God, we don't need MJF to be back, but okay, if that's that's what they want to, uh, you know, pull the trigger on. Might as well do it. I Might hear well. you, and I think. Yeah. I already said Samoa Joe's going to win. However, I think he's going to retain somehow, so I'm going to stay with my prediction yeah. now. Now, I'm sure you're going you're to laugh at this next story, both of you guys, actually. I'm reading it right now, actually. Apparently, okay. Seth Rollins, however, had a little fun over the week, however, after what happened, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, this past week. But I'll tell you why. While he's mm-hmm. not happy about the return of Seth, uh, uh, CM Punk returning, recently he appeared on the TV sh- uh, a recent episode of Hot Ones Versus. And you're asking, what is that all about? Well, I'll tell you what it's all about. Recently, however, Seth Rollins decided to consume a hot chicken wing, let's just say. A nice, hot, like, real spicy wing, if you will. No pun intended. And in fact, however, recently, however, he devoured half of his hot wing, however, and said this, however, before eating the wing. 
I'm sure there's some nice things to say about him, but this is a game of choice. I would rather suffer through this Hawkwing fighting than saying anything publicly nice about him. So this one's for you, Punk. Afterward, however, when he finished half the wing, he went on to say, well, here's one thing I'll say nice about him. He's a man of conviction, and so am I. Michelle, what was Rollins thinking here? Um, he's hilarious. I, I love Seth. I-, I love Seth. I love his mic skills. Uh, everything he says is classic to me. Mm-hmm. And to eat a hot wing, no less, too. I mean, my goodness. The guy has got, I'll say that, that guy has more cojones than you would think. That was him and Becky. They were doing a um, who knew each other better couple type thing. Yes, that's right. Yes, that's right. I did hear about that. You're right. Yes, that's right. That's right. I forgot about that. If you haven't seen it, go watch it because it's actually pretty hilarious between the two. Oh, I'm definitely. In fact, I might cue that clip up maybe here in a few minutes. However, actually, believe it or not, and another one cue up is uh, what happened with uh, let's just say our truth and Shawn Michaels uh, down in NXT that happened. I'm sure. <laughs> oh my I'm God! Sure, I'm sure and, you know, you saw that. However, let's hear your thoughts about. No, I this didn't one. see the our truth one, but I no, I didn't see the our truth one, but I did see the the one that uh, Michelle was talking about though. Yes, let's get your thoughts. Go ahead. Um, but no, I, I actually, uh, so I actually said that to you, uh, yesterday, cause I, cause I figured you would love Becky. Um, so I did watch that Seth and, um, uh, Becky, uh, segment that Michelle's talking about. Yeah. Um, Sean Evans, man, used, used to have like him and the host, but now, now they're doing like a special call, I guess, um, duos or something like that. I don't know, Hot Ones duos or whatever it is. So like, they'll have like two, like, like Michelle said, they'll have like two married people go at it. And like I said, they'll ask the, the questions that they have on their, you know, paper or whatever. So the first one that Becky asked was like, um, what do you, well, uh, what are your, what is your no, what is it? What was, what's what's in your notepad or whatever, right? Or something like that. It's something, mm-hmm. something about your yep. phone notepad. Yeah. It's all about a notepad. And he's like, Oh, I have poetry. And then, uh, Becky's like, do you mind reading it? <laughs> he's like, what, you want me to be embarrassed? He's like, no, I'm just going to eat a wing. So just like you said, so yeah, he ended up eating that first wing. I'm like, Oh God, already. Like, right. Yeah, imagine. Yeah, imagine how the. Imagine how many honey they even consumed at the end. I didn't. Yeah, so I did, I watched like the first half. I gotta watch the whole thing like Michelle said, but I did watch the first half, which was really funny. Um, but yeah, I wanna. Yeah, I wanna hear the R truth one uh, once you once we get on that. But yeah, this one was cool though. I like Seth and Becky. Yeah, so at least we got a little, you know, a little bit, uh, a little bit of fun, uh, you know, out of it uh, and take his uh, mind off of Drew and uh, you know Punk and all those people. At least you gotta have a little fun. I would, I would love to have fun too. So that'd be cool. That's cool. Oh, here's I found a clip of Becky actually, and this is what Becky said about what will make you want kids. Why will, will make you want kids and also cry? This is this is her comment here. Huh. I heard this. Let me keep this up. I'm concentrating on, on this little one, but this is this is my everything. This is what I fight for. I'm so concentrating on, on this little one, but this is this is my everything. This is what I fight for. I'm so concentrating on, on this little one, but this is this is my everything. This is what I fight for. I'm so concentrating on, on this little one, but this is this is my everything. This is what I fight for. And so when I Well one, okay. Now this this was what R Truth did how approaching Shawn Michaels after NXT the other night. And let's just say, things again for truth 
didn't go so well, if you will, and we'll tell you why. Here's the clip. Danny Carcano, Challenger, me, Lawson Michael Henry, you. If you keep doing what you're doing, you could be the next heartbreak kid. He thought Shawn Michaels was Johnny Gargano. That's almost as good as what he did the week before, if everyone recalls, when he got on the wrong flight to Austria rather than Australia. Yeah, yeah. Which was priceless. And then he ended up in, of all places, San Francisco, not San Jose, but he did get to San Jose in time for Monday night, as we said. All right. Hmm. Next one, however, that has everyone talking. It is Orange Cassidy taking on Roderick Strong in the Wiener Patrol. You're up, hmm. Neil. What do you got? Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Which match do you say again? The what? Cassidy versus who? Oh, uh, Roderick Strong. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Lord Cassidy on this one. He's 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 hot with that title. So my might as well keep him going. Yeah, he's a he's a he's a funny dude. But when he gets in that ring, man, he he has that uh you know flair that no one no one sees coming. He has he has a lot of talent, you know. So good for him yep. though. Yep. And Michelle and I went with, I think, the same one on this one as well. Now, before we get to the main event, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play a clip that happened last night. We just talked about Sting and what happened after the camera stopped on last night. Folks, we're going to play two clips for you before we get to the main event. The first of which is when Sting actually said goodbye to the fans last night and had quite a bit to say. And then we're also going to play another clip that TNA's locker room addressed right before the No Surrender pay-per-view just recently last week. Everyone's wondering where the clips have been, however, as far as that goes. Well, we just dug that one up a few minutes ago. But this is what Sting said to the fans after the show last night in Huntsville that had everyone talking. Let's cue it up right now. Thank you. 
What can we say, guys? Thank you, Sting, indeed. You have given us so many great memories. I mean, I have been a Stinger fan for a long, long time, folks. And, man, I'm going to be choked up, to say the least, on Sunday when I see this for the last time. But, damn, I mean, we've gone from the Beach Blonde Sting to the Surfer Sting, like I said, however. I mean, we've gone from the Crow to the, uh, let's just say, Serious Wolfpack Sting. I mean, Sting has done it all in almost 35, 40 years. I mean... There's the just Joker not one. Thing. The Joker's thing, yes, thank you, Michelle. I mean, he's had battles. I mean, who could forget his great battles with Ric Flair? Who could forget his battles with Hulk Hogan, Star King 97? I mean, teaming up with Kevin Nash. I mean, who could forget those? Lex Luger, feuding and teaming with him, you know? So Sting has given us a lot of great moments, however, and to me, I still this very day and say, my ultimate favorite Sting match, and I don't think anyone's going to argue with me on this one, has to be going back to Clash of the Champions 1, March 1988, when him and the Ric Flair tore down for 45 minutes. Those guys beat the hell out of each other that night. And if anyone says to me, oh, it's not that great a match, well, guess what? You can pound salt and kiss my you-know-what, because it was a damn good match. And I don't think you could just name one of his moments that was great. Michelle, I mean, when you mentioned the Stinger, what can we say about Steve Borden? Uh, true icon. That's what I say about him. Um, and I respect what he. I respect what he said about Ric Flair. I don't respect what he said about Darby Allen. I'm sorry. I cannot get behind mm-hmm. that kid. I don't like him. I think he's a danger in the ring. He's a dangerous individual. But anyways, he's a true icon. I've watched things since I was. 
young. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not giving my age away. Very young. Um, I don't, you know, just like you said, I don't think he ever had a bad gimmick. I don't think he ever put on a bad match. He had great promos. I mean, I'm going to miss him, but I tell you what, mark my word, I see him back in under two years, come out of retirement. It happens every time. Look at the other ones that have done it. Yeah, you're right. You are right. You are right. I don't think there's been one bad moment when you mention that man. And uh, we're going to have a treat for you guys before the end of the day's show. And believe me, I'm just going to keep it at that. And Neil, let's ask you your opinion of the Stinger. I mean, Sting has done it all and been through it all in this career uh, roller coaster ride. And uh, what memories of the Stinger will you take away when it's all said and done? Hmm. Yeah, so like you like you said, um, you had that, like I said, that war against Flair and that uh, NWA title match. Yeah, I just I just uh, read about that, and then. Um, he was in TNA for a while, so yeah, that was really fun. Um, you know, he's won the uh, tag team title, he's won the world title, like, you know, he's done, done it all. Like you said, now he's in AEW for his final match, you know, who, who would have thought 40 years would have went that by, went by quick, right? He's been through like yeah. three, four promotions, and like every, like Michelle said, every promotion he's been through, he's been to, he's, he's done like every gimmick to the, to the T, you know, like not... Not one gimmick was a fluke, you know. So which is which is a good thing, you know. Some sometimes people try new new gimmicks and they fail. Um, but for Sting, yeah, every every uh, like you said, everything everything you guys mentioned uh, was really uh, you know eventful. So uh, this this match that you're gonna have us uh, pick is gonna be <laughs> gonna be a heck heck of a match, but it's gonna be emotional as well. So uh, um, and I and I hope I hope Michelle says it's right. You know, some people. Uh, they say they uh, leave their boots in the ring, but then you know, two years later they'll pick it up again. You know, so you you never know if he if he does come back, that will be that'll be cool to see. You know, coming out of retirement, but if not, you know, uh, he he doesn't have anything to be ashamed about. He, you know, he can ride into your, go ride into the sunset. You know. Oh yeah, no question, no question about mm-hmm. it. And uh, like I said, he won't be the only one who's going to be retiring uh, this year. Another one that will be retiring very soon, obviously, is a person that Michelle's not a fan of either. But we'll talk about that later on down the road. And of course, <laughs> Daniel Bryan. But oh, speaking of, oh um, dear God, yes. <laughs> but getting, but I know Michelle and I have had a lot of disagreements on this one over the number of weeks. Our, so uh, mm-hmm. we've kind of let it slide on this one, and we're going to let it slide today here, just for the sake of. Uh, Everything, but I gotta ask you. We just talked about Sting. What does he do here in this last match, teaming up with Darby against the Young Bucks on uh, Sunday? What do you think this is gonna be like on Sunday in Greensboro? Who me? No, I got your opinion. All right, remember I got your opinion. No, Neil, like you already gave me your opinion. I remember Michelle. You and I. And, okay. But uh, um, hmm. What can he do different? You you ask. Um. I mean, not a whole, not a whole lot, man. I think, I think Young Bucks will probably, you know, uh, put him over. I would, I would imagine, because, you know, if you let the Stinger lose his last match, what was, what was the point of all this? What, what was the point of uh, putting all this together, right? Um, you know, they, yeah, I don't, I don't think Young Bucks have anything to lose, right? There's no, there's no, I don't think they have anything to lose on this one. If you know, if he, you know, if he goes out, goes out, goes out as the winner, that's, that's the best way to go out, right? As they say, you know. So I, I would, I wouldn't imagine if. If they let they let him lose that um the last match so I think just like I said just you know kick kick some butt just you know do your uh, finisher and then you know call it call it a night I mean I don't think there's a I, I might there might not be a long match because he said it was I thought 
The first on the card, right? That's what it says on Wikipedia. That's like the first match on the card, or is it the main event? That would be, I would imagine, it, it, it would be the main event, I would think. No. Okay, yeah, the order that they have on Wiki, it says, yeah. I think Anil's right. It's the first match of the night. The main event is uh, Samoa Joe and them. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, let me... Uh, personally, I think that... Uh, personally, in my opinion, I think they're going to give him 20, 25 minutes. I think you've got to give him that amount okay. of time. It makes sense. Right. what I'm thinking. They don't but, actually uh, not even give him 15 minutes last night. Man, that's bullshit. Yeah, what they did last night was absolutely crap. Yes, I agree. Yes, you and I definitely agreed on that one. That was definitely mm. crap what they did last night. In case you'd be referring to, you know, if you saw it uh, in the last night, they did a short thing with Sting and them after the Jericho match uh, that he had with, uh, what the hell was his name, Atlantis, and they only had him out for like mm. 10 minutes or so. That when Sting didn't have much time. And I guess they were pressed oh, wow. the time. I mean, I mean, Tony Khan was smart. He should have let him go past the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, believe it or not, however. In fact, however, I'm reading some of the stuff right now, believe it or not, however. Apparently, however, like I said, however, this is what I'm reading right now, believe it or not, however. As previously reported, AEW announced a change to a match at this weekend's revolution. The so-called Meat Madness match was put on hold and postponed and replaced with a scramble. Fightful Select has an update on the match changed. According to it, the match was changed because more elements were added to the match. Additionally, the wrestlers who were initially planned for the match weren't able to make it, resulting in the change. In addition to that, <laughs> Fightful Select has also reported that Will Ospreay's on-air working relationship with Thon Kaus on TV will not last much longer. So there you go. We've got that taken care of. In addition I to that, it. Yes, you did. And like I said, however, we have also heard, believe it or not, however, earlier this week, however, mind you, however... Uh, believe it or not, however, C.J. Perry, however, alone as Lana, attended the Doom Part 2 oh. premiere earlier this week, however, without her husband, Miro. Miro was not mm. at the uh, screening this week, if you will. And they also said he has not been at AEW shows as of late either. He has not been there since December, <laughs> of course. Yes, exactly. So that is the story there. <laughs> yes, that's why he is out of action. You're right about that. Mm. And I'm um, just looking here, send me some other stuff here. If there's any other stuff to report here, but go on. Um, go ahead. So uh, if you want me to pick on that one. And uh, let's see here. In fact, uh, some other news talked about how recently, however, mind you, like I said, Sean Spears recently, however, wrote, however, after appearing back in NXT the other night, however, on Twitter or on X earlier today, the following. Sometimes the truth hurts, but if it comes from me, it always will. So that's what he had to say. About what's that? Who said that? Sean Spears on Twitter. Okay, so I got a question. Sorry to uh, inter. Okay. <laughs> I can't talk. Cut off. Sorry. Look, my emotions are all over the place. That's why I damn movie today. Um, yeah, that's understandable. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So. You leave WWE to go to AEW, then they don't utilize you right, which you should have known from the freaking beginning and kept your ass put. Then you end up coming back. I don't quite understand that or is theory of thinking, honestly, because you're going right back into the same shit. Unless they keep him in NXT to give NXT some type of competition since they're going to be losing Braun Breaker since he's on the main roster. I mean, Sean Spears is underrated as shit. Ty Dillinger, whatever you remember him as, he's underrated. <laughs> yeah. 
Yep. So, I mean, if they, you know, they better do something good. I think they should keep him in NXT. Because, like I yep. said, you know, NXT, to me, my opinion only, does not have the best competition in my eyes. That's just me. No. They're um, just struggling. I agree. So, when I saw that he had returned, I was like, oh, boy, here we go again. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, you need to care to comment on this? Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I did see the news. Yeah, he did. He did come to freaking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. That tied the thing was. Yeah, it was. It was like I said. It was like a you know Daniel uh, Brian Danielson thing with the yes, right, or with the yeah, with freaking uh, you know uh, him. So like. There's a lot of like chance going on, so that so like yeah, so it's you know the ten 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 thing that he had going on, but yeah, I don't know. Just like Michelle said, he's just doing watch rinse repeat, right? He's just going to the the same place he was before, and they're not gonna you know treat him well like he like he was uh, like he was in freaking NXT. So it's gonna be the same shit. Like, Two questions. He's not gonna improve anywhere. That's a good point. Two questions. One for Neil. Neil, in your eyes, mm-hmm. as long as you watch wrestling today, who do you think is the best technical wrestler that they have today in wrestling? I'm curious of your opinion. You're, are you talking about any promotion or just one? Anybody, anywhere, any, any, promotion, any, any promotion, anywhere. Hmm. Oh, I want to hear yours technical. too, JD. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I gotta say, Braun Breaker, because he has the whole package, man. Like the people, people, a lot of people think he's a scrub, but dude, <laughs> the guy is fast as hell. Like, have you seen? Like, that guy can run like fast, man. I've never seen a guy that that tech, that crazy like him. So, but I want to say one of your JDs. That's 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 what I'm impressed with right now. That's a, that's a good pick for Braun Breaker. I'm gonna go as much as I. Really, I'm I'm gonna surprise y'all. I mean, I mean, he may okay. not be technical in this regard, but damn it, sure. I mean, he has three championships to his name, and he has been, he 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 has always been. Cons- I mean, they've been really. I mean, he is a fan favorite to many, but he is not liked by one particular person. I'm gonna say Michelle's favorite person, Eddie Kingston. Eddie, I think, is probably very savvy in that ring. He's yes, okay. you may you may hate him, you may not like him, but damn it, I mean, he will just continue to brawl and fight and just continue to just chop you within an inch of your life. I'm going to say right now, Eddie Kingston is my pick, and the bronze a good pick by you too, Neil. I like your pick there, um, Michelle. Before you give your answer, I did hear something also uh, earlier today, folks. We did not point this out in the news, however, and then I'm going to tell you about another story after we hear Michelle's thoughts too. We heard earlier today, ladies and gentlemen, that a particular person was diagnosed with diabetes today. Unfortunately, we wish him a very speedy recovery. I know it is a very serious health issue, and this is a guy who not many people are fans of and never have liked, however. And I know some people have had mixed emotions about this gentleman over the years, but damn it, he announced it today, how that he is unfortunately been diagnosed with this, and we hope that he gets better soon. And that is former WWE and WCW writer, the man who has been well subject of many controversial things over the years. 
And uh, let's just say James E. Cornette's favorite, or should I say, least favorite person to celebrate Christmas with and have over for dinner <laughs> and also have a little bit of eggnog. You know who I'm going with this one, folks. Yes, I'm talking yeah. about the one and only Vince Russo. Vince Russo was diagnosed earlier today with diabetes, believe it or not. So we wish him a very speedy recovery. Uh, and It's going to take a while, but this is a guy who over the years, folks, I'll tell you what, you talk about a guy who over the years has become one of the more sadistic, most arrogant, pompous, narcissistic, egomaniacal people in and out of the ring, Howard. I mean, all you got to do is just watch some of his podcasts, Howard, and what Eric Bischoff has said about him in the past and other podcasts that people said about him over the years. In fact, I'm watching right now on Vice Channel the replay of that last year's episode they had from Bash at the Beach 2000. That's all that needs to be said. But uh, go figure. So we want to wish him the best and a very speedy recovery. But Michelle, go ahead with your answer now, please. Okay, I had... Well, I'm going to say it's one that's not here no more is Benoit. But yep. now, now up to date, yep. Eddie's definitely one. But you, you have to say Zack Sabre Jr. Oh, yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Definitely. Yes. He, yeah. he proved to, you know, the wonderful Brian Dan- Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, whatever the hell you call the little weasel, that yeah. he is <laughs> the number one best top uh, technical wrestler in in wrestling today. Um, mm-hmm. There's so many other people that he hasn't wrestled that I would love to see him wrestle. I do not care to see him wrestle Daniel Bryan again. I do not care to see that shit. Please do not book that match again. My eyes hurt from watching Daniel Bryan wrestle. Um, I mean, you know, of all time right now, you know, like I said, it's Benoit. I mean, no one's got any more technical than that man. Um, you know, how I really wish, you know, time would change things. And we've lost so much and so many good wrestlers in this in this business for so many years. Um, mm. it's, it's just unreal. Unreal. Yeah. Very good point. Very, very good point there, Michelle. And, and you know, very good point, too. Um, recently, how are we going to laugh at this, folks? And we were just talking about Roddy Strong and the Wiener Patrol. Well, Chris Van Fleet recently discussed and had an interview with him not too long ago. You guys are going to laugh at some of the stuff that he said in the interview. Uh, recently, how he talked about his uh, career, wearing the neck brace all the time, and why he yells at him all the time. And you're going to get a laugh at some of these. And here are some of the highlights that happened in the podcast that he did not too long ago. On the origin of yelling Adam, Howard, this is how it came out. Roddy said the following. Some of the production people started coming up to me who worked behind the scenes. They're like, yeah, the fans are screaming before the show. It's like, woo and Adam. And I was just like, oh, my God, because a lot of the stuff was pre-taped and filmed off-site. So the first time I got to really, like, after I started to go out in front of people, I was like, oh, my God, this is ridiculous. And it's kind of funny because the yelling began to happen. But then I was like, I just can't yell everything. It's funny because my son does the thing when he's fired up and he's so mad. He'll just yell one of the words he's saying. Sometimes it's the right word. Sometimes it's not. And then he just really talks calm effort. And I thought, like, oh, man, this is hilarious. So that's kind of the yelling. And that, like, this monotone speaking was kind of mimicking him in a way. I'm wearing his neck brace everywhere, Roddy said. I think because I was all in on it, I would wear the neck brace freaking everywhere. It didn't matter where I was going all the time. It didn't matter. It was one of those things that, like, honestly, our medical team was like, hey, you can't wear it this this is as much because it's like leaving your neck muscles slightly. So then I would give it a little bit of a break. But, yeah, it was something that was a real-life thing for me. I came back from a serious neck injury or a bad neck injury. So it wasn't something that was too far-fetched to my mind, and my son kind of loved it, Howard. 
on Wrestling Hour on Revolution of Sting's last match, this is what he says. I mean, it's a big honor. And to be going against somebody like OC, whenever we have anything going on, we have going on aside, he has been a tremendous champion. I mean, he's just an amazing wrestler and a great human being. So it's just one of the things that the right opponent at the right time happened. And I haven't wrestled as much as I wasn't going to in my first year, and I'm okay with that. This just gave me a kind of opportunity to blow the door open because people didn't know really exactly what to expect of me in these kind of matches. I haven't been in a big match in quite some time, however, like this. So, yeah, I'm very excited to show the world this Sunday. I get to do on the same show as Sting in his last match. Cool. That's all I can say to that. Very cool. There you go. Mm -hmm. Now, as we said, folks, however, apparently, of course, a few weeks ago, we talked about in the last few weeks about the whole thing involving, however, the whole thing with Scott D'Amore, however, if you will. Well, recently, however, the TNA locker room addressed the crowd about this matter before no surrender a week and a half ago. With that said, we'll be right back. Hold on, but just right back in a second, guys. Hold on. Yeah, they did get me thinking though, Michelle. That was a good, uh, good mind uh, teaser there. I like, I like that question. That was a good one. <laughs> oh, thanks. You can That's go right. a lot. Yeah, you can go a lot of directions with that one. Yeah, that was a good one, for sure. Oh, yeah, well, there's a lot of industries too that you can choose from too. But you know, yeah. Still, at the end of the day, you always have your favorite. Exactly. Have you watched the um, the Von Eric story? Or no, I have not. Yet? No, I have not. I watched it today. I watched it today, and it is it is a very good movie. So if you ever get a chance, watch it. It's worth watching. Yeah, I see it's on, uh, what is it, Vice, I think, right? Is that what you're referring to? Uh, no, it's the uh, the movie, The Iron Claw. Oh, it's, the, oh, it's in the theaters, Rockers. right? Oh, so it's not a documentary. Okay, I thought it was, okay, never mind. Okay. Oh, no, so no, it's not an actual movie. Okay. Yeah, it came out back before Christmas. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it, I don't know what cable provider you have or whatever, but I, I was able to find it on mine on pay-per-view thing. Well, demand 
kind of thing. And I'm surprised because sometimes it takes like five or six months for movies like that to come out on demand, you know, through my cable. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. When I saw it, I, I immediately set it to record last night because I've been telling J.D. I've been waiting to see it. I'm not going to the theater with all this sickness and stuff going around. I'll sit right here in my house and watch it. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, I do have a Netflix and all that good stuff. Yeah, so if it's on, yeah, I know it's gonna be a while till they get it on there. But yeah, because um, yeah, I did release it, and yeah, in the, the theaters, I I did see that. Yeah, I saw the release date. Okay, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, now I see why JD said make sure you have tissues, and it's for sure. Make sure you have it. <laughs> I'm laughing at the name that they chose for the for the movie though. The name name looks looks look funny to me. I don't know why. Uh, what movie? Uh, the Iron Claw. What are you what are you talking about, dude? The 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 cast is so funny. Like I don't know. I don't know what's going. I don't know why I'm laughing at it, but. It... <laughs> yeah, oh god. The dad. The dad started that. You, if you watch it, it'll it'll explain to you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so like the the wrestling names are kind of like creeping out at me. Like, oh, I know who this guy is that guy. Is. Like, who's acting as you know the the particular characters? Like, yeah. Oh god. Yeah, they definitely picked the right uh, people to play the parts. Hmm.
Yeah, I actually knew about it until you told me, actually, not not to be uh, surprised or anything. Yeah, I, knew, I didn't, no one actually mentioned that movie to me, so. Yeah, well, it's okay. I mean, yeah. it's definitely one of the biggest families, well, one of the biggest families from WWE, that's for sure. Yeah, for they, sure, they, for sure. They, mm-hmm. do, they do leave some time frames out, I'll tell you that. So for some people that don't really truly know the whole backstory to it, you're like, what the hell? But if you do, right. mm-hmm. you're still like, what the hell? You know, you missed this, you missed that, you missed this kind of thing. Yeah, I'm seeing it's like, uh, yeah, I see it's like um, when he was in, like, what, NWA, right? Is that is that, like, the, the era they're talking about? Right. Okay, that's, yeah, that's probably, like, not even before my time. Like, oh, man. <laughs> oh, that's probably before the 90s. Like, oh, God. How old I am. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. Sorry about that, guys. I'm back. No, welcome back. Yeah. Yes, I'm back now, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Uh, duty calls, and also I had a call uh, of a well, funny nature. Let's just say my old my girlfriend called as well, so I had to take okay. that. Okay. Sure. Sure. All right. As we said, let's give you the number real quick here at Revolution here. one six zero five five six two zero four four four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound the black one myself and. Rattlesnake and Neil Patel joining us now, ladies and gentlemen. As we said, we were going to play for you, and in fact, we are going to play for you, ladies and gentlemen. What happened last week, however, right before No Surrender, when the TNA locker room addressed, however, what was going on involving Scott Diamore. We didn't think we were going to find the clip. Well, folks, we found the clip, all right, and they mm. had a chance to address this matter, however, before the No Surrender pay-per-view last week. And in fact, it was very interesting. We're going to get everyone's take after we play the clip. So here we go. This is what happened right before the pay-per-view a week ago. What does that word mean to you? What is change in life? business. The change can be tricky because for everybody it can be completely different. One thing that I know for sure since my time has started on this planet, and that is nothing guaranteed. The only thing for sure is that things will change. I only promise this universe gives any of us. All we can do is adapt pivot, absorb that change, and do our absolute best. DNA Wrestling Surrender has been promised over and over and over again by everyone. It's been promised by people in this building right now.
and yet, here we all are. The wrestlers, crew, the producers, everybody that makes this place go, and most importantly, the lifeblood of this place, you, the fans. Still breathing, still living, and in truth, still thriving. amazing place filled with amazing people and sometimes you lose something you lose somewhat and that the next step is grief and after that after a while the next step is you have one of two choices be lost with them or you can move forward and that's what we're going to do that's what we've always done we're going to move forward. Because that's what we need. That's what they would want. That's what is necessary. This place, this world, this universe, it's bigger than all of us. And we all want the same thing. We want this place to thrive. We want it to be seen. We wanted to be respected. We wanted to be loved. I say this. Anybody that stands in our way, anybody that would oppose us, anybody asking for our unbiased surrender. Now I want this part because we're not on TV. I want it to be crystal fucking clear. This place, these people, you guys, TNA, there will be surrender. Guys, what do we think of Eric Young's comments last week? Michelle, I'll start with you. I knew that was EY the minute he opened his mouth. <laughs> um, I think he hit the, the shit right on the head, and I love that he used, he just says whatever the hell is on his mind. I love it. Yeah, I would agree. I would definitely agree. There. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Neil, what about you? Yeah, it was the first time I heard uh, heard that uh, um, clip that you played. Yeah, he was <laughs> like you said. You know, he was, he was being truthful, like uh, like all of us should be. But um, yeah, it's hard to hard to see, speak the truth uh, uh, as, as you saw, right? Like some people will get in trouble for it, so 
I don't know if Eli got in trouble for that, but like I said, if you want to speak your mind, you gotta you gotta take the you know take the fortitude to do it. So you know, um, yeah, big uh, big hats off for to him to say, to uh, say what he felt. You know, what she said. Like I said, I agreed with that. What most of what he said, so he wasn't wrong with what he was saying at all. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Definitely. Very good thoughts indeed. Yes. No question about it. He had quite a bit to say. There's no doubt about it, Howard. And uh, he had definitely uh, some interesting, uh, unique uh, things to say, shall we say. Uh, very, very interesting comments, if you will. Uh, so there you go, folks. Those are our predictions for Revolution. Uh, real quick, uh, I know Michelle gave her votes to best and worst match of the night, as did I. And you all get your thoughts. What do you think the best and worst match of the show will be on uh, Saturday, or Sunday night? Sorry. Mm. Best match would have to be, like I said, the the Sting and Darby Allen versus Young Buck because the Sting's a retirement match. Um, worst match, uh, I gotta say that scramble, man. I don't really understand that All Star scramble match. <laughs> it's, it's just that stipulation. I just don't understand it. Um, so I, I gotta go with that scramble match. That's like, that's probably gonna be the worst one because I don't I don't understand that concept at all. I don't even know what it, what that even entails of you know. It's like a lot of men, but I don't know what the rules of it is you know. So yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay. Um, one thing you forgot to mention, JD. Yes, Michelle. If I can, please. The new WWE signing. Oh, yes. We'll talk about that here. Yes. In case uh, what you're referring, what you're referring, what Michelle was referring to, people, it is the latest signing of WWE, and that is Tamatonga, believe it. Apparently, Tamatonga has signed with WWE, formerly of the Gorillas of Destiny, of course, with his partner, Toa Leona. Of course, a very dangerous team, if you want one member, at one point, a member of the AEW roster, if you will. Uh, and, Neil, let's get your thoughts about... Uh, Tamatonga signing with uh, WWE. Um, yeah, so first, first and foremost, yeah, I didn't know that it happened. Um, second of all, yeah, like like you mentioned, yeah, he he is a uh, he is a force to be reckoned with. Um, the problem is, right, like they sign new people, but do they know how to use uh, do they know how to use them correctly? Is the is the question? You know, they've they've uh mold they mold talent into great people and they mold talent into bad people so i don't know what what their uh you know what triple h's uh agenda is with this guy yeah i mean hope hopefully they use him in the right uh direction you know hopefully they don't have him as a, like a, a mid card or like you know um or a scrub like have him lose every match um but no good for him so let's yeah let's hope he, let's hope they uh treat him like like he's supposed to you know as a that's a high prospect for sure. He's a high prospect, you know. Definitely, definitely. We'll definitely be keeping our eyes on that, no doubt about it. Very good points indeed. Now, everyone's going to get a laugh out of this next story, of course, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, apparently, the Philadelphia Phillies have announced this year, however, they have decided, however, mind you, they are no longer going to be doing Dollar Dog Night, apparently. However, the dog days of April where the Philly weather is cold, the wieners are still are going, going, gone. Apparently, they have decided to uh, end their promotion today and replace dollar dogs on select days with two for well, one deal, 
two April games coming up this year at Citizens Bank Park. The reason why is that last April, apparently, a Philly food fight when fans largely good-natured, Howard tossed their ballpark franks in several sections, leading to multiple ejections. So no longer going to see Dollar Dog Wiener Night in Philadelphia if you're a Phillies baseball fan this year, <laughs> if you will. Wow. So there you go. Uh, but we can tell you, of course, you know the NHL trade deadline is just around the corner. Of course, we have some big games coming up in the NHL tonight. And here are your games right now listing as we speak. The Golden Knights will be traveling to Boston. The Coyotes will travel to the Maple Leafs. The Islanders and the Red Wings will be going at it in Detroit. Tampa Bay will be traveling, of course, to, or excuse me, will be home against Buffalo. As the Sabres come into town, the Canadians will take on the Panthers down in Sunrise. Columbus will be home against Carolina. Minnesota travels to Nashville. Winnipeg travels to Dallas. Uh, the car travels out to Chicago. The Kings travel up to Vancouver. The Ducks travel to San Jose. And Pittsburgh travels to Seattle. Those are all games coming up tonight in the NHL. And going into the night, here are your latest NHL standings up to the minute. The Vancouver Canucks, however, are still with a very good lead, however, by 10 points on Vegas. However, 38 and 16. Vegas 33 and 19 and 73. Edmonton one point behind at 35 and 20. Although Vancouver is 25 and 25 at home. Winnipeg, meanwhile, is tied with Dallas in the Central, however. Ball by Colorado, only two points back with 77, however. But Winnipeg is 21-7, however, they've won four in a row. They are 37-15, Dallas 35-17, and the Lions 36-19. In the East, Florida and Boston are tied for the top spot, however, if you'll at 82 points apiece, Toronto at 74, and Neil's team is at 69 right now currently at the moment. Okay. How are they sitting right now, and I'm looking at the spots, uh, in the fifth spot in the Eastern Conference, although Detroit has hmm. won six in a row, however, and they have been catching fire as of late, so they could pass up Toronto here very soon, however, if you will. Home-wise record, however, Florida's 19-8, the Bruins 18-7, Toronto 15-11. And in the Metro, however, Carolina, however, has got 76 points. The Rangers continue to be smoking hot, however. They have been hot all year long, 40-17 and 17 right now with 83 points, 21-7 at home at MSG. Carolina is 19-7-76. Philadelphia is 69, however. They, are, of course, are trailing with Pittsburgh, of course, has won three in a row, looking for their fourth win in a row, of course, tonight in Seattle. They are sitting right now at 62 points at the moment, however. The worst team in the NHL by far, of course, is San Jose, obviously, 15-37, and 37, followed by Chicago, however, with the same record of 15-39, and 39, and right behind them is Columbus. So if the draft were to be next weekend, San Jose and Chicago will be fighting for number one overall in the NHL this season. Meanwhile, in the NBA, let's take a look at the standings there with the NBA. Of course, the trade deadline with the uh, NHL is next week. Here's your NBA standings up to the minute, and here are the games you'll see on tap on the hardwood tonight. It will be Milwaukee and Charlotte, Utah and Orlando, Atlanta and Brooklyn, Golden State and the Knicks are playing one another, Oklahoma State traveling to San Antonio, Houston and Phoenix, Miami and Denver, and the Lakers home against the Wizards. While tomorrow night, how a doubleheader on ESPN. First, Dallas travels to Boston, and in the nightcap, Milwaukee travels to Chicago for a late night tilt at 10 p.m. Meanwhile, Saturday, of course, Saturday Night Basketball will have Denver traveling out to Los Angeles while we got a double whammy on Sunday on both ABC and ESPN, and here are the games you'll see. First at 1, Philadelphia travels to Dallas. Golden State travels to Boston at 3.30, and then Sunday night it will be the Knicks traveling to Cleveland, and in the nightcap, Oklahoma City travels to Phoenix. So here are your standings right now up to the minute in the stands of the NBA. 
in the West, the top eight as follows. The Kings, however, the home of the Sacramento Slugger, Danny from Oak Park's team, has been struggling as of late. They're eight and a half out. The Mavericks are eight games out of first place. They have won nine of their last 11. The Pelicans, however, are seven and a half out by Phoenix, however. Um, Clippers are also four games behind. The Nuggets, two back. Oklahoma City, a half game out, despite the fact they have won 14 and 16 and are only trailing by a half game. While my Lakers continue to draw power, despite the fact they've won 8 of 11, they're 10 and a half out and sitting right behind the Kings for the number 8 spot overall. The worst team in the West, obviously, is San Antonio, however, at 11 and 48, but that's not the worst team. Oh, no, no, no. There's more teams in there. You're going to laugh at this, folks. Uh, <laughs> Hmm. The Spurs going into the night, however, have lost literally 14 of their past 15 games. But that is not as bad as we think, however. Here are the two worst teams in the NBA. The Detroit Pistons, 9-49, folks. 9-49, believe it or not. They have only won four of their last 11 games, but the worst team by far who have lost 12 in a row, it is the Wizards. They have lost 12 in a row. They are also sitting at 9 points. But here's the thing. I'll be right back to no problem, Michelle. Uh, you're going to laugh at this, uh, Neil. The Spurs' home record this year is a dismal 5-21, and but the Wizards and the Pistons are going to really cringe at this. The Pistons are 4-24 and at home, literally. The Wizards are 3-25. and That's bad. <laughs> That's real bad. That's oh, pretty man. bad. It's not been a good oh. year in the nation's capital, shall we say. But here are your top teams oh. in the um, Eastern Division right now. Uh, Force number eight, the Orlando Magic. They have won eight of 11. They're 13 and a half out. How do they have won 19 and 27 at home? The Pacers, 34 and 26. They have won eight of 11. They're 13 games out. The Sixers, who have been in a free fall over the last month or so, are still falling apart at the wrong time, folks. They're not looking good now. They're sitting 13 games out of first along with the Heat. However, despite the Heat, have won 14 of their last 16. The Knicks, however, have been in a free fall, too. That's Shaq's team. The Luz Kane Shaquille Cole Cephas' team has been falling apart. They have lost 8 of 11, although they might get Julius Randle back in the lineup maybe tonight. The Bucks, however, are struggling a little bit right now. Despite winning 8 of 13, they're only 8.5 out, but right now they have been in an up-and-down stretch as of late. The Cleveland Cavaliers, of course, have won 6 of their last one. They're only 8 games out, but still, the best team without question is Boston. 27-3 and three oh, yeah. at home. 46 and yep. 12 overall. They've just been cooking on gas all year. Mm. And I'll tell you right now, if the Celts don't raise another championship in Beantown this year, shame on Jason Tatum and the Celts because they are just that damn good, if you will. And of course, they have been dynamite all season long. So you're definitely going to have to keep an eye on that story. Meanwhile, some other news, however, in the world of uh, sports, if you will, some baseball news in spring training went on this afternoon. We'll tell you what's going on there, folks, however, and here is what is going on in the Major League Baseball scene this afternoon. The Phillies beat the Jays 5-0. The Jays are 2-4 in three seasons so far. The Phillies 5-1. The Nats are 4-2, while the Cards are 2-3. They beat the Cards this afternoon to the Nats 3-1. The Braves 5-0, 5 one against the Twinkies, who are 1-4 this spring. The Braves are struggling at 2-3. The Sox are off a good spring start at four and two, despite all their issues. However, they beat the Tigers this afternoon five to two. The Rays, of course, lost a tough one this afternoon, twelve to nine. And as the Braves, uh, I believe, had a split squad game this afternoon. If I'm not mistaken, yet or I, I think it was a split squad game. I could be wrong, but if not, they beat the Rays. Of course, the Braves are now three and three. They won in Port Charles this afternoon. The Dodgers and the Reds, of course, are playing. Of course, later on tonight. However, the Marlins and the Yankees will be playing later this evening, followed by the Mets and the Astros. Meanwhile, on the top of the seventh right now, the Diamondbacks, however, are leading the Giants 2-1. to one. The Giants have not yet won a spring training game. 
The Reds are three and one, while the Dodgers are five and one so far in the spring. While the Yankees, of course, are three and two. The Marlins one and three. The Mets have surprisingly come out to a good start so far early in the spring, despite their issues. However, four and one early on in the spring. The Astros okay. are two and four. All right, welcome back, Michelle. We're just going over some baseball scores very quickly. The Diamondbacks, of course, we just mentioned that. Right now, the Angels are leading the Guardians 3-0, of course, in the middle of the sixth tower. The Angels are 2-3 and three so far. The Guardians also 2-3. and three. The White Sox are trailing the Mariners 5-3. to three. This is happening. The Mariners 1-3, of course, so far. The spring, the White Sox are 1-5. The Padres and the Athletics are playing each other right now. We're in the middle of the sixth of that game. It is 4-3 in favor of the Padres. We are in the last half of the fifth inning right now. The Texas Rangers, the defending champs, are off to a good start this spring. They are 4-1 in the spring. They are leading Milwaukee, who is struggling so far early in the preseason with 1-4, and 4-3 four, four to three in the last half of the fifth. In the top of the sixth, ladies and gentlemen, however, the White Sox, however, are beating the Royals 3-0. However, if you are the White Sox so far, 1-5, really having a tough go at it so far early in the spring, while the Royals are playing pretty good so far at 5-2. and two. The Cubs, however, are trailing 8-3 this afternoon against the Rocks. However, the Rocks are 4-3 so far this spring. The Cubs 3-2. And, and in the final game of the day, however, the Orioles, they are really coming out with a big spring so far at 6-1. They beat my Pirates again this afternoon, 9-8. The Pirates are now 1-5 on the spring. So those are the games that happened earlier today. Now tomorrow, of course, here are the games that you will see in spring ball. The Rays and the Pirates will be playing in Pirate City on a gorgeous day at Pekecting tomorrow at 7.30 at 1 o'clock. The Orioles and the Braves will go at it. The Red Sox and the Twinkies, the Astros and the Nats, the Marlins and the Phillips, the Mets, Cards, Phillies, Tigers, White Sox, Cubs once again. A's, Royals, Rangers, Giants, Angels, Padres, Padres, Brewers, as the Padres will split their squad, Mariners, Rockies, and then tomorrow evening, Toronto and the Yankees, Arizona and Cincinnati, and in late-night action, once again under the lights in Phoenix, it'll be Cleveland and L.A. So there you go. Those are all your spring training games. Meanwhile, of course, the NFL Combine is going on right now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, however, this week in Indianapolis. And there's been reports out of Indianapolis that apparently, according to reports, Justin Fields could be heading to Pittsburgh. According to Adam Schefter, as of this morning, Schefter is reporting, however, that the Steelers could be trading away their number 20 pick, our Deontay Johnson, to the Bears in exchange for the Bears' number 9 selection overall. Reports are saying that the Steelers could be looking at three names, however, in the draft so far early on. Artemis Mims, offensive tackle out of Georgia, believe it or not, and two other big names, Jaden Daniels out of LSU, Bo Nix, possibly of Oregon, and one other name that could really be a curveball, J.J. McCarthy of Michigan. We'll have to keep an eye on this story, and we'll let you know if anything else comes of it. All right, uh, let's see, any other news to report? Uh, no, but uh, we did hear one final story, and we'll talk about it on the machine tonight with hopefully uh, Shaq, myself, and uh, Neil, along with Mitt and the Hot Rod. Out of New York, the New York Post is reporting that Zach Wilson could be on his way out of the Jets. According to Joe Douglas, although he has not confirmed it yet, Douglas did say yesterday, however, to Rich Eisen on ESPN's NFL Network, however, that they are possibly entertaining an offer to trading Wilson out of New York, however. Wilson, over the last few years, however, has not been uh, very successful in New York and has caught the wrath from a lot of fans and media alike in New York, if you will. We'll continue to watch out for this story, if you will. All right, it is 20 minutes to 5, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we do apologize ahead of time that we uh, want to let you know that tomorrow we will not be having revolution due to a prior commitment, but we will be back next week, however, in our normal time on Friday at 3 p.m. Of course, Michelle, myself, and Neil and the rest of the game will be there. We will have a lot to talk about, of course, hopefully this coming weekend, and if not, we'll definitely save it for this coming Monday on Raw Radio. Don't be 
sure to check that out. We will talk more about the aftermath of Revolution. We will also talk about some other things going into WrestleMania, if you will, ladies and gentlemen, however, as we are counting down the days, hours, minutes, and seconds to Philadelphia. And in fact, this Monday, folks, we might have a little tournament, however, if you as far as the greatest matches, memories, announcers, venues, however, pay-per-view events, as we present our own March Madness tournament, if you will, of the World of Wrestling Hour. Again, this year, Howard, instead of having 12 Howard, we're going to divide it into four regions, north, south, east, and west. Again, you can name four, you can name four wrestlers to a bracket, Howard. Say, if Anil has uh, Jeff Jarrett, Eddie Kingston, Hulk Hogan, go up against, say, the Legion of Doom, Tully Blanchard, and say Sabu, you can do that. You can split them off into different regions, however, and then, of course, we'll do our own March Madness field. Michelle, myself, and Neil, and the rest of the panel, too tough to handle. We'll have a lot to say about that. All right. Now, with that being said, I'm going to see if anyone else has anything else to close us out with before we put a bow on and tie this baby up uh, on this Thursday. And Neil, I'll start with you first. Do you have anything else you want to add as far as the event uh, going into this weekend or anything else in general you want to add to our uh, show today? Um, not really. Uh, so, uh, yeah, tomorrow we have a uh, SmackDown, right? And then, um, uh, when is the when is the AEW Revolution? Was this Saturday? This Sunday, Sunday night on. Uh, oh, Mitchell Sunday Report, night. ATM. Okay. This Sunday night, eight okay. p.m. in Greensboro. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I might I might watch that pay per view and then uh, obviously uh, keep an eye on SmackDown because like you said, like you said, it's it's uh, gonna be March tomorrow, so we gotta like. At least uh, a month and a few days away for uh, uh, Mania, Mania 40. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see what they do in a month uh, till. But yeah, we've got to keep our, uh, you know, keep our eyes on the on the shows. I guess for now. Yep, I agreed. I agreed. And uh, we are now reading reports apparently that Utah has apparently approved nine hundred million dollars for a new baseball stadium. Believe on. Does this mean the Oakland Athletics could be moving to there before uh, Las Vegas? If in fact the Vegas deal does not fall through, we'll have to wait and see. In fact, I'm reading this right now. How it says here, uh, this is from the Salt Lake Tribune. However, uh, mind you, I don't know if they're going to get a regular team or they're just going to get a uh, new team. But nevertheless, they are spending that much money for apparently something to come. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. We'll definitely be keeping an eye on this uh, story. Uh, thank you very much, Neil. Michelle, do you have anything else you want to close us out with? No, I do not. All right. Thank you very much, Michelle. And as we said, folks, we're going to have a lot more to discuss, of course, next week, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, everyone, hopefully you all have a wonderful and safe, wonderful weekend. Before we get to uh, wrapping things up, let's take a look at the Weather Center here and let you know what's going on with the weather this weekend in case you're wondering what it's like right now, what it'll be like, and everyone's thinking of it. So let's report on the weather very quickly, and then we'll close this out with a very special theme here, if you will, today. Right now, it is 38 and sunny here in Pittsburgh. Tomorrow will be sunny and warm, close to 60. Saturday, the call for rain, however, and 61. 68 on Sunday, 73 and 77, however, Sunday through Tuesday, if you will, here in the Pittsburgh area, so it's going to be very nice. So that is good news, to say the least. In Palmyra, let's take a look in the weather center here, what it looks like down there in Michelle's neck. It is 53 and sunny right now, 57 tomorrow with sun and clouds, by 60 on Saturday, 68 on Sunday, Paul by 72, 75, of course, on Monday and Tuesday, so it looks very nice in Michelle's neck of the woods. Down in... Um, 
Pennsylvania, North Carolina, home of our uh, boss, uh, Mr. Chad Hinshaw. Let's take a look and tell you what his weather looks like right now for the weekend. It is sunny and uh, little clouds in the sky, high of 48 right now. Tomorrow will be rainy, high of 52, but then it warms back up a little bit on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. Highs at 56 and 60. Then, of course, on Monday, of course, and Tuesday, 63 and 68 with sunshine abound. Meanwhile, how in front row, Virginia, ladies and gentlemen, the home, of course, of the human suplex machine, John Gross. It is sunny and warm. 51 is your high right now, followed by 54 tomorrow in sunshine, rain on Saturday, high of only 50. But then it warms back up Sunday through Tuesday, 60, 65, and 67 each day, however, however sunshine, although there will be a little cloud activity on Sunday. Uh, so there you go. Just a second here, folks. Let me get this done here, folks. Okay, meanwhile, and of course, New York City, the home of the loose can, Shaquille Colsifus, the Big Apple. It is 45 and sunny right now, followed by 40 and sunshine on tomorrow, but it'll be rainy, however, on Saturday, high of only 43. But then it warms back up Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, highs of 55, 57, and 59, however, each day with sun and clouds each day. In Swanee, Georgia, the home, of course, one and only, of course, uh, King of Clubs, Mitt Patel. It is 58 and mostly cloudy right now, but it will be a little warmer tomorrow. High of only 50, 59, if you will. However, but then it gets warm, however, Saturday through Tuesday. And here's what it looks like. 62 on Saturday, 68 on Sunday, 71 on Monday, and then 74 on Tuesday with sunshine. So there you go. In Jacksonville, Arkansas, the home of the Emperor Sam Marie Reckenbach, it is right now 50 and some light rain, but it will be warming up tomorrow, high of 55. Then Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, 72 and 77 will be temperatures with sunshine abound, 69 and rain on Monday, and then it gets back to decent weather again on Tuesday, high of 75 with some cloud activity. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, in Toronto, of course, it is very cold. Please bundle up if you're outside today. 26 is your temperature right now. 45 will be your high tomorrow with sunshine. 44 rain on Saturday. 47 on Sunday with some cloud activity, followed by 57, 60 sun and clouds, however, each day, Monday and Tuesday. And finally, in Tampa, it is beautiful in the Neal's deck of the woods, 80 and sunny, followed by 83 tomorrow. <laughs> 77, of course, on Sunday with sun and clouds, 82 on Sunday, 84 on Monday, and then 85 on uh, Tuesday, 84 on Monday. So it will be sun around, but right now it is a gorgeous day down there to play some golf and do some swimming, if you will, if you're in the Tampa Bay area. Gorgeous indeed. Right now it is a high of 79 right now as the happy hour is well underway in Tampa. All right, folks, on that note, I do want to thank my colleagues today, Michelle, of course, as always, and, of course, the Rattlesnake and Neil Patel. Hopefully tonight we will be back with you at 8 o'clock with the Sports Machine. We're going to have a lot to talk about here tonight with the trade deadline just around the corner. We might get some revolution talk in maybe. If not, we'll definitely try to get you back on as soon as we can, but definitely we will see you on Monday, folks. We hope you have a wonderful, safe, wonderful weekend out there. Enjoy the weather, Howard, and just be safe and use common sense when you can however like I said however sorry sorry I just saw something uh, just, just a second guys I'm right back okay I'm okay sorry that's on my eye there I'm okay now uh, okay anyway folks as we said we're going to have a lot to talk about here like I said however we will have a lot to talk about, of course, this coming Monday on Raw Radio, ladies and gentlemen. So with that being said, however, we will definitely be joining you live again at 3 p.m. this Monday 
with the aftermath of revolution, as we said, we'll get you all started on the start of March hour with our March Madness tournament and the road continues to Philadelphia. So for now, for the rattlesnake and, of course, the queen of queens, ladies and gentlemen, the Black Widow, this is the Iceman saying so long from ringside. Enjoy your Thursday, however, and enjoy your weekend, and we will talk to you again Monday at 3 p.m. with Raw Radio. And as we take you out tonight, it's only fitting we play this in honor of the great Sting, Steve Borden, however, ladies and gentlemen. This is Sting's old theme that happened back around Starkey 1997. So, Sting, again, we thank you for the memories and everything like that over the years, Howard. And in honor of your retirement, Howard, this is only fitting we play it for you here today, as this was Sting's WCW theme from Starcade going into the battle with Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I think everyone remembers it. So, folks, enjoy it while you can, and we will see you again on Monday. And now, our closing theme of the day. Is that it, J.D.? That is it. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.